Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Medium-sized Mike's back. How you doing? Silent Ron's back. Hello. And we got a new person at the table. We got us a new person with us. <laughs> Mike, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. So you know what? This episode is an episode of doubles. You got two Rons. You got two Mikes. What could go wrong? <laughs> well, just, he just put I, learned, I learned a new saying yesterday. Hold my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Our Bible verse this week is Psalms 42, 4 and 5. These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the Mighty One with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. So our topic this week is, it will change. Right? Correct. (laughs) Hey, that's my line. (laughs) So some of the examples I threw out there in our little text was before I was walking with Christ, it, like, I was doing all the things. And then I met Christ and started following. So it changed my attitude my actions mindset my mindset well, see, now that makes sense <laughs> you can read my text then <laughs> but also on the flip side of that because when that first you're charging hell with a water pistol and you're and you want to tell everybody about God and you go back to those same old parties or those same old friends or the same old things, and they look at you like crazy. Yep. And then later on down the road, it changes also. Mm-hmm. That fire isn't a big bonfire that's 12 feet tall anymore. Somehow it just got to two feet. So it changes again. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to talk about. It's just it. We have talked about this before. Yeah. Shocker, huh? It's, imagine yeah. how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were, I remember that podcast because I was saying when I first got it, it was hot and heavy. Right. Right. And then there was a spell I, I went through. You over there about mm-hmm. a week or two mm-hmm. that it just felt bleh, you yeah. know, and I couldn't figure out where I was, what was going on, what was the matter, but you know, that's kind of left me without me even noticing it. Right. You it know? it left you. Yeah. yeah. See, it just kind of, you know, I felt overwhelmed there for a long time. Like you know, I was in it hot and heavy, like you always say. Mm-hmm. And then something hit me, and it kind of drug me down, hit my brakes. But then somehow, I got put on cruise and forgot all about it. Mm-hmm. 
and it's just like all been falling in line again. Right. <clears throat> but the question is, when you put it back on cruise, and you didn't even know, have you pressed down on that foot pedal and went to throttle again? Off and on, kind of say off and yeah, on. Yeah. You know, I, I can't say that I'm full throttle. Right. But you know, there has been times mm-hmm. that yeah, it's like something comes up and it's like heck yeah, I'm gung ho. You know. Yep. And then there's times where yeah, I'm in, but yet probably not in like before. I'm in, but yet probably not where as fast as he wants me. You know what I mean? Right. And like you asked before we started recording, like you didn't understand what the verse meant. Right. This is what the psalmist is talking about. Yep. Like, my heart is breaking because I'm not where I was before. Right. And that's it. Like, I need to quit. His heart hurts. His soul hurts because he's he doesn't have the it whatever that looked like at that time for him. Well, thanks for, for that throat punch, Ron. Well, I, <laughs> hey. I appreciate you bringing it to my attention. It, because this won't be the first time you hear it, but he, he didn't write it. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. True enough. Don't yeah. get mad at me. Yeah. I didn't write it. Yeah. We've heard that a time or two, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Now we're still net for somebody else. Yeah, that's all right. I don't think I'm eating mine. But I think that that's one of the things, too, that we that happens in our Christian walk is we start off thinking we got to sprint this whole entire time. And that we that fire has to be so stoked that it's powerful enough to take this whole engine that we're willing to take, which in our minds is anybody and everybody who doesn't know Christ. Hitch them onto my uh, onto my train. I got enough fire to stoke us all. Mm-hmm. But you try that, it's going to go out. You're only going to make it a couple miles, right? Because there's only so far you're going to be able to do, and your body is even going to let allow you to do. Your spirit can hold you a lot longer, you know. But we have to remember the burnout is not what we want, and I think a lot of us got there, you know, because it was it was go 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 go. It was not you know it was every night, right? Charge two o'clock in the morning, yeah, you know, two o'clock in the morning. Okay, driving up from the lake. Because somebody needs you, and and not to say any of that stuff's bad, and I wouldn't do it again in a heartbeat, but you can't do that all the time. There's got to be a moment, and some and sometimes, you know, when you're feeling that, okay, why is that not there? Sometimes it's it's that break that your spirit needs. Well, I think I think of it more of a journey. I mean, when you think about you're going on a long trip with your family. Get the car ready the night before, pack up everything, get the kids in the car, you're gassed up, you're ready to go, you hit the highway, boom, we're going, things are great. Three hours into the trip, somebody needs a diaper change or somebody's screaming to get out of the bathroom. And it starts to wear down. Now this long trip all of a sudden looks, wow, it's pretty far out there, we still got a long way to go. And I, I equate that to how I feel sometimes with my walk. I, I consider it a journey. Yep. It's a long walk. And along the way, you've got to stop and take it easy and take in what you've learned. And so you can be useful mm-hmm. to God so that he can use you as he needs to. Right. So I see it as a journey. Yeah. Well, since it, we're on stealing catchphrases, right? <laughs> and Mike and I are Absolutely. huge wrestling fans. It's something that's always said. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And that's, 
we're going to be on this journey our whole life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's kind of like when you do anything and you change in your life, you have to remember how you are right now. You didn't get there overnight. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You didn't gain weight overnight. You know, you're, it was this lifelong journey, you know, and, and heaven forbid if you, if you, if you have any kind of ailments and stuff like that, normally it's not caused by something that just boom was an accident. It's like years and years of, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is in your life. It's that same thing, you know, and I, cause I know for me, I always say the prayer, God, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All of those years ago, I didn't see it. I'm sorry that I couldn't have been doing more for you all of those years. But of course I have to reflect back to and say, God knew I wasn't ready. Right. So the things that have been put in place in my life that I've, that I can look back and see wholeheartedly are what led me to this relationship that I have with Christ now is because he knew I wasn't ready. Yeah. It's like, like I was saying, like I was in the party scene, right? And and I got, I caught it. Or he caught me, mm-hmm. whichever. Yep. And then I went back. Well, those same friends probably thought I was full of it, mm-hmm. which is a whole different podcast altogether. Oh yeah. But I didn't care, you know, ready to go. And then whatever, life, excuses. Yeah. Whatever you want to throw in there. Well, like y'all say that journey thing, where I'm at. Now, sitting here and before thinking back where I was, you know, growing up and looking at my whole life till now makes me sit here and think, where would I be if he wasn't with me? Making all those, yeah, those things happen, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I was thinking about it the other day, I was like, you know, I was one day away from moving out of state. Something happened that day, and I didn't move, and I met my wife the yeah. next day. So, I mean, it's it's so funny how the pieces just kind of connect as, you know, because like I said back then, I didn't even think he was there. Right. But, you know, you've heard my dream. Yep. You know, that... Obviously, somebody was there. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was because I couldn't see his face, but yet he was there the whole time. And how everything just played out to where I'm at now, it amazes me. Oh, yeah. You know, because I can go back and look and I can recall everything pretty much through my life the bad, the good. And like I said, had that event not happened that happened the day before I met my wife. Who's to say I'd be sitting here? Right. Absolutely. You know, who's to say I'd be, you know, baptized and, you know, full of Jesus in my heart right now had I moved to the other state? Because right. I'd have been in the same situation I was in before I came to Christ, so I probably would have never met him then either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's amazing how all that stuff just falls together. And, you know, like that dang book we always talked about, you know, you can pick which way you want to go. And choose your adventure. Choose your ending, ending, so to say. You know? And 
it worked out for me, and I'm I'm happy and blessed that it did because, like I said, who knows where I'd be right now? I would Absolutely. I would not know either one. Or, I would never have known you. Yep. I'd have never known you, Mike, right. Mike, or Ron. Yeah. So you know, obviously there was a path that I didn't know, but he did, and luckily I was either saw or whatever enough to go where he led me that's the challenge I've always faced in my life is I think people in general want to have a plan they want to know where, where they're going and how they're going to get there and to allow that plan to develop no input from you because it's God's plan is it can be hard to follow that plan until you step back and look backwards and go oh okay that makes sense why I'm this happened where I'm at that was part of his plan for me. And I think a lot of people have trouble learning to trust. I, I know I did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's still times I think, well, I, I can be in control. Well, no, I really can't. Right. You get in the way of you. You, exactly. Yeah. Right. Because, again, uh, of course, some people go back to the analogy of, you know, seeing is believing. You know what I mean? They got to right. see it. The doubting Thomas. I got to put my fingers in your side. Right. You know that's how much. That's where, how much where, I need. Where did the spear actually poke you? Let me feel it. Right. Right. You know, and that's unfortunate. I mean, it, it truly is because it's. I mean, if you you can look back, just like Ron said. I mean, I could look. I could take you back to a day that if God wasn't there, my son wouldn't be here. You know, and, and, and everything. And my whole life would be completely different and everything else in the same kind of scenario. That it's because God was there and he made something happen. That's, you know, the rest of my life is forever changed. It's just the little stories in life. And I, I was telling Ron about it just the other day. We were doing some bills at home and I needed a little bit more money for the month. I was like, oh, this is terrible. The next day... No kidding, without doubt, the next day went to the mailbox, got a check out. A check was in the mail. It was for a refund on a student loan from years and years and years ago. $10 over what I actually was looking to get. Right. It was unbelievable. You know, I mean, yeah. How did that happen? Well, I know how it happened. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. It was a coincidence, right? Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It just shows up in the mailbox all the time. Right, right. Yeah. Especially in a refund from a student loan. Yeah, and I stand up. <laughs> Come yeah, on. No doubt. Yeah. So, like, what does Dave Ramsey think? Those things stay around more than longer than pets. But you yes, know what I mean? Do. It's like. You can file bankruptcy and still have student loans. You mm-hmm. can't get rid of them. Yeah. Right, yeah. And it's. But yeah, it. it you know, I get both sides of the coin, though, because, you know, I look at it and I'm like, man, I, I know people that have been so blessed in their lives. And don't get me wrong. Some of the things that they've been blessed with is because people have passed away, but they still have been so blessed in their lives. But that's not how they see it. To them, it's just, oh, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So-and-so passed away. So, yeah, they leave you money. You know, grandma passed away, so she had left me the money. Dad passed away, so he left me money. But before I mean, that, even though they were blessed, they couldn't see that they were blessed because they had what they needed to make it to that point. Right. They, but, they I mean, didn't. even in that in that blessing of, you know, absolutely the worst happened, but now they've got this right. huge windfall, or if you will, but this huge blessing in their life now that they didn't have before. But it's just like, eh. 
rather than give praise to God, they right. they just assumed it was they were owed it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Instead of God, you know, because I don't expect anybody for anything from anybody. Not my parents. Not my kids. Not my you know, and nothing. It's everything is God's. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're we're just stewards of it. Absolutely. Well, growing up, I always thought I had it bad. I thought our family had it bad. You know. We always ate a lot of the same stuff, you know. So that's that's why I don't really like chili. Mm-hmm. With beans. Be- beans were cheap. So, you know, we ate a lot of beans. Uh, really? But, you know. Real chili doesn't have beans, just yeah. so you know. Thanks. That's I disagree with Mike. <laughs> oh, I agree with Mike. I disagree so. with Mike. <laughs> you are Mike. Yeah. <laughs> the other Mike. <laughs> But, so you like Texas chili. There you go. Yeah. But I'm just saying, Tex-Mex. growing up, I always thought we had nothing. Right. But we had a house. We had food. We had clothes. We had shoes. Yep. You know, I never really saw how bad it could be because I thought where I was at was bad. But yet, it was nowhere near what it could have been. Mm-hmm. To be considered bad nowadays. It's like the guy walking down the sidewalk sees a guy on a bicycle says, "Boy, I'd really like to have a bicycle." Well, the guy on the bicycle sees somebody in the car says, "Boy, I'd really like to have a car." The guy in the car sees another car. Boy, I'd really like to have a fancier car. It's yep. the way. That's the way people are wired. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's the way it works. You don't so. know what you have until you don't have it. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, now again, walking with Christ, now you can look back and you can see because I. I was in the same kind of scenario, you know, of not having a lot and things like that. But there was always a roof over our heads. Right. There was always food on the table. And, you know, and, and the things just, that I see now, I, or that I look back and see now, I saw my mom working two jobs, making sure that it didn't matter what was going on, her kids were going to be provided for. And that's what I got out of it, you know. But I, of course, up to a certain point, couldn't see that all i could see was keeping up with the kids in my school and you know getting made fun of because of the clothes you didn't have and you know what god did to humble me he did that with one of my kids but my kid was was you know well enough aware and whatever could see the light in front of his face to to say i don't need that stuff because look at what i do have i had to you know you you end up going back and you know like my mom i Apologize and stuff like that because you always look at like like you said other kids have this and that and you're like well I want that that way you don't look like you're not in the crowd or whatever so you go tell your mom and your mom's like well we can't afford it and all this and that but and you you end up like getting mad about it or resenting it you know but yet once you get older and you actually look back did you really need it? Was it really that bad as you thought it was? Mm-hmm. Obviously not, because you know it could have been way worse. Yeah, you know it's one of the like selfish things, I guess. Oh yeah, you know. So, and then you feel bad about, or I did. I felt bad about how I acted towards my mom. Oh, absolutely. And you know the fact, of my dad and all that. But like you said. It wasn't really that bad. I had a house. I had food. Yeah. We had transportation when we needed to go to the doctor or whatever. Right. You know, it could have been way, way worse. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So. And that's, you know, unfortunately part of the human spirit, you know, is just 
that greed that I want more, I deserve more, I you know, all of these things. And at the same time, it's you have to be humble enough in everything to be happy with what you have. And I haven't lived my wish, life like that. I wish I had. Me neither. I wish I could remember when it all switched for me, but I, I, I just can't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember when it switched from wanting, wanting, wanting to where I just started giving. Mm-hmm. You know, because like we had a podcast, what, a couple weeks ago or was it last week? I can't remember where we were talking about if you go and help somebody because you're looking for something in return. Mm-hmm. You know, doing the good deed. Yeah, but that was a couple of weeks ago because because you, you were part time the last couple okay. of weeks. But it just seems like it seemed like part well, time wrong, huh? <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> I know, never that far away, huh? Jab, jab. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I can't remember where I switched the knob from wanting to wanting to help. Mm-hmm. You know, and when people called, I went, and I still do. And also, it but, changed. But, but, yeah, right? but then it changed again, right? Because I was helping, but I was helping kind of in the wrong way. Because now that I've come to Christ, it's more rewarding helping now. Because like before, but like you I said, wanted it. What's the difference? Well, I was hoping for something in return, probably right. with the and floor. now and, and now, now what I is don't. It? Why? It's just rewarding for me because I'm doing it for God. Right. So there's Instead there's doing the it difference. For myself. Right. You're not doing it for yourself. You're not being. You're humbling yourself, and it's not about what can Ron get. It's right. not about how is this going to make Ron look or any of that stuff. It's for what the right reason. What can reasons. Ron do yeah. to help somebody else? Absolutely. All right. And be, be the hands and feet, and that's whatever my, that looks like, and that's the yep. reward in itself for me. Yeah, big reward, huge. Well, it feels great. Exactly. Um, you know, sometimes and a huge. It's, sometimes it's overwhelming because there is some people out there that you know. It's never just whelming. You're either it's, it's either overwhelming or, or underwhelming. underwhelming. Yeah. Like. Yeah, but it, but it's a big step. To even be able to look at it and see that this is changing. Because for a while, you weren't seeing that. No. You know what I mean? You weren't seeing the fact of, oh, this is really making me feel bad, so I have to go back and apologize because I may have been out of line with what I said. It was, you know what I mean? It was. Right. So those are changes that, that the Holy Spirit's making in your life. And it's not to be boastful or bragful to make you think, oh, puff your chest out and stuff like that, but it's stay humble. Stay humble in it, and God's just going to continue to fill you up. Yeah. Because that's like what we talk about all the time is what are all of these people that do that stuff looking for? They're looking to fill that God hole. They don't realize that's what it is, but something feels empty in them. Right. And they're with stuff, with booze, with drugs, with whatever it is, you know, insert whatever here. That they're trying yeah. to fill that God hole. And I, I heard something about that on, because uh, I listened to K-Love, I heard them say something about that, always trying to fill that hole with something, and they could never get enough. Yep. But if it was, if God was in there, then it would just be overwhelming. Right. You know, because then they'd, be, they'd feel like they ain't got enough for him. Right. You know? Yeah. 
It's like think, a, go ahead. I think the it can also be peace. The mm-hmm. peace you get when you surrender your life to Jesus. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, in our modern world today, everything is instant gratification. And when you're yep. taking that journey with God, it's it's not an instant. I mean, He'll fill you with the with the Holy Spirit, but it's not going to be an easy course. Mm-mm. I mean, and it can change just like you said all the time, and it does. Yep. And if you if you, you keep the mindset of delayed gratification versus instant gratification, it helps helps you along the path. Mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. that, that's worked for me. Long term storytelling. Yep. Right. Yeah. Like. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. It, I it, mean, just going back to, into the Bible yeah. and going back into into all of those stories, and you know, it wasn't just do it now. It was this has you know this is to fulfill something. This is to to make right what was wronged, or you know, whatever it is. It's it's that long storytelling. It's that journey. It's not the. Hey, I mean, Jesus could have stood there with his hands reached out and healed everybody at one time across the globe. Exactly. But he didn't because he wanted to go to each and every region and, and reach out to the people and the you know, and again, who did he reward? The ones that gave the most of what they had, right? Not what they were supposed to, you know, not what they were. Re- and by their, some of their laws required to, but what came from their heart. Right. That's why I use the delayed gratification, because I, th- I think of things just like you said, Mike. He could have stood right there and healed everybody in the world at one time. Oh, yeah. But there were people out there that needed to be healed, and he knew that. Yep. But things had to take place before that could happen. Absolutely. And that's the journey I talk about is, you know, the delayed gratification in Christ. Because, honestly, the, the ultimate goal is to... Be with our Heavenly Father in Heaven. Yep. And that's the ultimate delayed gratification right there. Oh, yeah. You know, the bonus is try to help other people see that ultimate goal. And come along with us. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yep. I mean, absolutely. You know? No, yeah. I mean, again, you know, you, you, you pray and because obviously none of us truly know how are we going to know each other? How are we going to, you know, but at the same time, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather be around a bunch of people believing in God going to the gates of heaven than, you know, going down to hell and knowing everybody personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I, I really would. And, and I'm a people pleaser. I'm a people person, you know, so it's a revelation. It's been a revelation in my life within the last four years. Of that, you know, it's unfortunately hasn't been since I've been following Christ and everything. It had to be some, you know, big getting into the truth, hearing the truth and learning the truth and getting into everything. Sometimes hearing it two or three times. Oh, yeah. Right. At least. Hey. At least. Just because I'm stubborn, you don't need to bring that up. (laughs) I don't think it's just you. The funny thing about you. But the thing about hearing it over and over again is just because it's constantly showing up. Oh yeah, over and over again. Oh yeah. When you can hear the 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 same exact thing five times, and it's going to hit something different in your life if you're paying attention. Oh, right. Ways, and yeah. if it's not, then you're lying to yourself. Right. Yeah. You know that's that's like because we've talked openly about it. Me hearing a song in church, thinking, "Oh man, I, I'm 
Ron and I were just talking about this, and I know how this is going to make him feel. So I, I want to be by him. I want to pray for him. To then five seconds later realize how much this is hitting me because I realize it's me too. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's that same thing because it's constant. I, I, was and it's, I was there that day. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You were. But, but you're right, though. You hear it, read it, see it, whatever. Sometimes live it. Sometimes live it. Once. Then it changes again. Like, it itself doesn't change, but the context and how it hits you changes. Or applies to life. Or applies. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. one of the it's I always I think about is, you know, we're commanded to go out and be disciples for Christ. Yep. But in today's modern world where everybody's on their Twitter or Instagram or whatever they're on, we spend so much time in our phones that I think a lot of us have had trouble trying to connect with people anymore mm-hmm. so I'd like to figure out a way to change that part of the it how do you get people you know in the old days they'd go to your house drag you out bring you out to a potluck supper and you hear the word of God and that's the way it was you know mm-hmm. yep. today people don't want to do that sort of thing so how do you reach more people do you, do you use the devices that are detracting from the mission work use those devices to help reach people I, I think that might be it. Absolutely. Another it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's what sparked. It changes. That's what right? sparked Ronnie to start this. Huh? You know, is because he was involved with them before to know who it can reach and the th- with the things that he was doing. And he wanted to do it with this, you know, because he was, he, I mean, on fire for Christ. And let's reach out in any way possible. Let's use those mediums. You know, and I find it like um, I was not a TikTok person or whatever. My daughter put it on. I started loving it. And then it was like in now my walk, like in different things than I probably would have five years ago, you know, but now when I come on all of a sudden it's Christian TikTok, right? It's all of these things. It's people praying for people. It's people talking about the gospel. It's all of these things as opposed to some of the nonsense that I don't want to be involved in, you know, but it's like, I get to see these and be blessed by these people, you know, and, and hopefully and share them with, with people too, you know, to, to be able to still hopefully spread this in whatever form we need to. Cause like you said, it's not the same, you know, people, I mean, people are still not even going out, because uh, you know this like like because of covid right. but we're so far detached from it or not honestly i know not but at the same time so it's it's so different the world is not shut down now because of covid but people so, still act like that absolutely absolutely I'm, I'm, I'm perfect example for the longest time i would watch ministries on tv yeah as opposed to go to a church mm-hmm. a good friend of mine part-time ron Mm-hmm. Um, has been talking to me. I know he's been praying for me, and he mm-hmm. hit a chord with me the other day. We were standing outside waiting for uh, someone to show up to do something, and he said something that just hit me right, right in the gut. So I knew I was being convicted right then, you know. And it's those one-on-one thing that we need to, I think, use part of it to get out there and meet with people. But some yep. folks just aren't receptive to it. Absolutely. And, you know, I read a text or a quote one time that said the greatest barrier to Christianity is can be Christians themselves. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, it's a real balancing trick. You want to bring people along, 
but you don't want to be dismissed as a crazy. But I, I don't care. They dismiss me as crazy. That's fine. But right, you don't. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, how we used to do things or how it used to be done, it's changed. Now it's our like we were talking about before we started recording. Like now we take the things that are out there and enhance it for the good. Right. Right. So, yep. Right. Absolutely. Because they're just like you said, like with TikTok, there was tons of wrong things with it. Right. Right. And I had to get rid of mine because of that. I, yeah. I just got tired of seeing it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, w- I wish I knew how you got yours to be. So it's all what you, it's all what you like. Mm-hmm. I don't like any of it. Well, I know, but <laughs> but I'm I know what you're saying. Like hitting the like button. Yeah. I never hit like on any of it. It just so then it kind of it, it, feed the algorithm right. and just feed everything to you. Yeah. yeah. So you're not and, filtering stuff, right? Well, essentially. I mean, but yet I never really got the the Christian side of the Uh-oh, TikTok. Yeah. It never showed up because if I did, I would have liked it because I don't know if anybody follow if they watch my my page on my feeds on Facebook. I'm constantly posting godly stuff on my feeds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. So well, if I would have saw it on TikTok, yeah. I would have liked it. But yeah. it, it just seemed like every time I went on TikTok, it was stuff I didn't want to see. Or yeah, didn't you didn't even your head. Right, yeah. And wonder how did it even show up. Yeah. Right. And then every once in a while, you know, you see one that has my ultimate fear with on it, and then you share it with me. <laughs> both, both of you are guilty of that. Well, I don't know the Sorry. truth. Somebody, please tell me so I can share. It. <laughs> that, that's a different podcast. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. <laughs> we will let you know. We're not saying, <laughs> but um, but yeah, and 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 I think you know maybe to that it, it maybe it is something to where then you uh, you use the you know the search bar and look for some Christian, whether it be a song. Can start off as little as that, you know, with with things like that. And, That's exactly how uh, it started with me. Mike. Well, at yeah. the time, girl in there playing the flat top, beautiful voice, singing Christian music. Yeah. Another one on the piano, and I follow them, and then more and more stuff like that just keeps coming up. Yep. So yeah, it's full of a lot of trash. Right. Just like everything. Yeah. Everything. I mean, everything. Right. Everything. I mean, yeah, you can't get away from it. You can't no. get away from it on TV. You can't. You know. No. I mean, it's. You know, but again, that's also where we need to not only know for ourselves, but teach other Christians too. We need to know the difference between godly and secular. Mm-hmm. And if you can't separate the two, then you need to separate the two. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because like, if you can't watch something and say this is pure entertainment, this is total make believe, and everything else, this is not going to affect my my walk with Christ because I won't let it. Then you need to not not do it, and I'm not. I, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to do any kind of sin scale or anything like that. But I'm not talking about like porn and stuff like that. But there, I know that I know of people that can't. If they hear a bad bad word in a song, then they're not ever listening to that person ever again. If they see a show and it's got bad language, they're never going to watch that person, that show, that anything ever again. And I think that. We need to be able to educate ourselves and other Christians to say, if you can't make that separation, then yes, that's exactly what you need to do. But at the same time, you can't judge other people because they do watch it and they can separate it. Right. 
you know what I mean? Because like, like I love I love pure flicks. Well, it's kind of like all Christian games slow, too. shows. All Christian slow, shows. My wife loves Hallmark movies. Oh, so does mine. Oh man, Hallmark loves movies. Hallmark movies. This last year, and I don't want to get into the debate or anything else <laughs> about it right now. But wait till she listens to the this podcast. last year. No, and, she, and I, her and I have talked about it. But I mean, but last year the big thing was like all of these a lot of these Hallmark movies were same sex couples, yeah, and things like that. Some people are so you know that then they're done with Hallmark, and you, you know what I mean. Right. But you need to be able to separate anything. You know anything earthly from any you know from anything godly and and if you can't then you need to separate yourself from those things and that's fine but again you, you know you you can't judge somebody if they're watching a show and because they can't separate it and no yeah i it's not okay to talk like that it's not okay that these things are going on it's not okay that you know they whatever left right. little Bobby at a train station and told him to catch his own way home at three years old. Whatever it is, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. you know, you need yeah. to be able to do that. And and again, you need to be able to be there for people that that kind of feel like, oh wait, what do you mean I shouldn't be listening to secular music and things like that? And you know, but I, I don't believe that that's what well, we're called like, to do. That's kind of like my kids and their video games. You know, yeah, a lot of them are gun shooting and this and that but yet they know that that's a game right that's make believe that is totally and completely right you don't do anything they know how to separate that game from real life right yeah you know and don't get me wrong I I, a million percent behind you but of course and we know here because it's had to be edited out of the podcast sometimes I still got to have a conversation with a 17 year old about really is that how a Christian talks to somebody you don't even know because of a video game you really want to use that language is that I get it yeah. I mean you know and sometimes my wife has to look at me and said really is that how you want to talk <laughs> yes uh, yeah. yeah so your you wife, know your wife lets you talk yeah sometimes hmm, yeah. lucky man yeah <laughs> nah man, that just oh wait that's right my yeah. wife's gonna hear yeah, this yeah your wife's gonna hear yeah, this you're not in it that please get out do not five dollar five dollar six day I had ten I get ten that was for you that was for you Beth That'll be on our patron, episode, <laughs> which we don't even have patrons. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's uh, you know, I think I just think there's a slippery slope with some things, you know, and and I think that if we can use everything to our advantage, and because again, if you start creating content that's that's Christian based and everything like that, you're gonna get. You're going to get people that, that, that hit on it, that people, you're going to have people that love it and you're going to have people that hate it and they're going to try and, you know, downcast you and your beliefs and, and everything to try and get you down, you know, but at the same time, how else are we going to make disciples? I mean, because all a lot of people see are the people that are doing nothing but profiteering from it. They're profiteering from the gospel and they're, you know, and that's all that they're seeing. You know, because then, because eventually they're they're gonna get caught, and they always do. Yeah, you know. So you hear about the, this per- person putting money in walls, and it you know it only got found out because they left a place and forgot to get the money out of the walls. And you're like, <laughs> how many kids could that feed? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> really. I, I've seen Ozark. <laughs> you get caught. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, you know, but it, that's that's always what 
people who don't want to take the take the time to you know to believe and to have a relationship with Christ go to is anything to say you're a hypocrite. You know what? Yes, yes, I am. I'm a hypocrite because I've lied, I've cheated, I've stole, I've done things that I should probably be in a jail cell for, and I just wasn't caught. But you accepted Jesus as your Savior. Your sins are forgiven. Absolutely. And will not be spoken of again. Absolutely. So, yes, you did those things. I did things like that. Yeah. Everyone has. Right. But the good news is, anyway. even you, <laughs> yeah. even part-time wrong. <laughs> but uh, that's the best thing about being saved, is that your sins are washed away. They are gone. Yes. And you can't yep. dwell on them. Yes, they make you who you are. Yeah. At least for me, it makes me look back and go, I didn't like that guy. Because I used right. to be a different guy than I am today. Absolutely. God didn't like it either. No. So God. what did he do to you? He's, well, it was... Yeah, he... He lot. gave me an adjustment. Yeah. Yes, he did. And, you know, I like the person I am today a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm not nearly as uptight and rigid and just... Right. You know, I've heard it said that Christians can't have fun, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's not true. That's We're still Catholics. People. We still like <laughs> we still like music. Tisha, I disagree with Mike. <laughs> we still like music. We still like food. We still like fast cars and airplanes. And, yeah. You know? Right. So your idea of fun, I guess, has to be drinking and doing drugs. Well, that's your thing. Mm-hmm. That's not my thing. Right. I can be a Christian and enjoy a great time without having to drink one. Or doing drugs or whatever it might be. Yeah, right. And it's like, like I said a couple times in different episodes, God commanded us not to kill. He didn't command us not to thrill. Yeah, that's right. right. Like that's we right. can have fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a different kind of fun. Is it? Yeah. Well, not really. Yeah. The way the not world really, views fun, yeah. possibly yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, or yeah, just in somebody someday. else's eyes. Yeah. I mean, because like my wife and I just got back from the Dominican Republic, and we went down there, and we were the same people we are in front of everybody we go to church with, you know, and that's how we live our lives because that's who we are, and that's who we are in God's eyes because God sees everything, you know, and so we don't change that. We don't change it depending on who we're around, and nobody should because if. You know, I mean, it's fake. Yeah, if they if they don't like I, I you for you, then move on. You don't need them. That's right. That's not where I thought you were going with that. So, but I'm, I'm just saying, we went down there. We had a great time. We made friends down there. You know, to where it was. This is just us. No matter what, we talked about our faith on vacation with people we'd never met from the states, from people from the Dominican. We stopped and prayed with people that were, you know, that were the transport drivers and things like that. Because one of the guys told us that he was um, he was a Christian and he, he knows all of the, that he has is because of God. And it was just like it was amazing. So he's helping us out of the van, and I just like we need to pray for you. God. And I wouldn't have done that four so God, years ago. So God put him in your path. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, we have to get past, we, we have to get past being ashamed of our, our of our faith. Yes. You know? It's I mean, okay to be a Christian and love Jesus. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not a man, some people think it's not a manly thing, you know, to show. You shouldn't have to yeah. change because of who you're around. Right. Right. Don't be a chameleon. Be yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? I'll act around you guys the same as I act around somebody who hasn't gave their life to God. Right. 
Yes, I'm not going to just adapt to what they're doing at the time just nope. to fit in. Right. You know, I'm I'm going to be who I am. Yep. And they either like me or they don't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But you know, I am who I am, and I like myself. But you also and know that if you do start acting like that, you know that there's people that will help you back on that track right. again. Oh yeah, yeah they'll yeah. call you to count, air That's up right. your tire, yeah. if you will. Yeah, knock me down a notch is more more <laughs> likely. <laughs> Well, rumor has it I am a bully. So, yeah. rumor, rumor. No. Ronnie Mike would say they probably dropped the elbow. Mm. You know, that's the other thing. People get, are so offended today about everything. I think that is also another detractor from it. People don't want to offend other people. Yeah. You know what happens when you're offended? At the end of that, absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's not like it's, it's gouging wound in your side, right? You know, so spreading the word is yes. It makes me nervous when I talk to somebody who doesn't know, or talk to somebody who once was and has fallen off. <clears throat> I'm nervous about that, mm-hmm. but you got it's got to be done. You know? Yep. But it's who you are, right? As well, right? Yeah. And you don't want to change who you are, right? I don't. For anybody. I'm trying to lose a few pounds, but, you know, that's a whole (laughs) other story. You know, and that's the way, um, when I talk to you about stuff, I know where I'm at, and I know my love of my guys and my God, and I I appreciate you all the time. All the time. Old time. We mean to change his name to Pastor Ron. I'm just not sure. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean to try to sound like I'm preaching. I don't. But you, do, I hope you I don't. do it out of a space of love, and, and I know I, that. And I hope I don't. But it's just some things that happen, you know, and and I feel bad about bringing them up. But at the same token, I do it anyway. But do you think of me differently? No. So, you know, it's the same thing as what Because I, I know that you have your best... What you're doing is from the heart, and you're doing it for, for me. So... And f- for God, to get, get me to where I need to be. Yeah. I mean, everybody's at a different spot on the journey. Yeah. Bottom line. Everybody, everybody's a different at a different mile marker. Exactly. I hope I stop at the mile marker with a restaurant, but that's another story, too. <laughs> that's the reason why you're trying to lose a couple pounds. Exactly. Right. I'm just saying. I, I, I just I don't say it to offend or nothing else. I just where I'm at with my walk, and when I look out, and I know, I know you you have struggles and because everybody does. But, and and I see that, and I'm like, you know, I know where I'm at with Ronnie, Mike, Bob, uh, Carl, and I want you there. Mm-hmm. You want your friends with you to experience mm-hmm. you know, the goodness. I want, I want you there with me and everybody else. I want to be there. But yet, it feel, you know, sometimes it just doesn't feel like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just keep reaching. And, you know, and what you said earlier about the talk the other day, that was just me talking truth from, from me. And for you to get something out of it, I don't know if that was my intent. Or what? But if it were, if it, it were, seems like it's a it's blessing. Yeah. It yeah. Absolutely. You know. So 
No, absolutely. It is, it is for him. It should be for you. Yes. It is for us to hear it, you know, to know. Because, again, you're talking about a year and a half ago, different scenario. Right. Exactly. Different scenario. I wouldn't have been talking about it at all. Right. I'd have just been, we'd just been Joe Blow's talking. Yeah. But then it changed. It, had, it changed. Yep. What a good title it is. Absolutely. And evidently, the other day, it changed. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Right. Right. Cause Not for you. No. no. But it, it changed, changed for me. Yeah. But it also kind of, it changed for me, too, because it made me feel, you know, just now hearing it, you know. Right. It changes for me because it yeah. makes you feel good. Because, again, you know you didn't change you. For who you were around. Right. You spoke from your heart, your experience, since you accepted Christ. And that was accepting. He was accepting to that because he's like, I know Ron. So he could hear that from you. You know, that's a, that's a good good point. I read a story the other day, true story. He's uh, about a man who investigates people who... who Unfortunately, in their lives, by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, that's his full job. That's what he does all the mm. time. Okay? Well, he was telling the story, and, of course, they go back to the apartment or home, wherever they lived, and investigate to see, make sure it was not, you know, he purposely did this, that someone didn't do it to him. Well, he found a note, and you'll understand why I'm telling the story in a minute. He found a note written by the guy who jumped off the bridge and said, if one person, just one person stops and greets me and says, hello, I'll turn around and I'll come home. So with that in mind, at that moment, Ron and I were talking, he was that one person in somebody's life making a difference. You just don't know. It's like pebbles in a, in a, in a pond when you throw, throw a rock in. You don't know where the ripples are going to go. Yeah. So, you don't know how far, you don't know how deep. No, Rod, you might have been walking down the streets of San Francisco for whatever reason. I don't know. I've been there. I don't care for it. But anyway, um, you may have been that guy that said, hey, how are you doing today? That's yeah. all it would have took. And right. this individual's life could have it been changed. And, and if you know anything about San Francisco, you know, no matter what point, if it's at the very beginning of the Golden Gate Bridge or whatever, there's not, not housing there's right there. around it. So you have to go a distance to get to it. So can you imagine the people? The number of people he had that he to pass. had to, yeah that he had to pass on any given day. Now it's not even saying you know optimum summer schools out. You know all of yeah. these things to right. say the optimum. I mean you know in a in a city the size of San, uh, San Francisco and the population alone. I mean it, it's dumbfounding. Right. Just to think not one single person said hello. That's, right. that's that story hit me pretty hard and. Uh, Thinking about that, how just one person, you know, we all want to go out there with it on mm-hmm. fire, big, big fire. Yeah. And hit everybody and their brother. Yep. Well, that's important. But what about that one person over in the corner? That one person who lives alone that no one reaches out to? Yep. Those are super important as well. And that's what we need to work. Could have saved you. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Could have saved his life. There's people in the cracks. People in the cracks. People in the cracks. <laughs> yep. Let's pull the needle off the record. Let's get some final thoughts. Part-time Mike. All right. So I looked this up on my ESV Bible. During podcast. <laughs> Correct. 
I figure of all the things I'm looking at, if I'm looking at the Bible, I'm good to go. All right. All right. But um, I actually had seen, I pulled it up here in this version, um, actually spoke out more to me. And it says, uh, with all your heart, you must trust the Lord and not your own judgment. Always let him lead you and he will clear the road for you to follow. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It's a good one. Mike? Other Mike, you said that you were going to come on and you didn't have anything to say. I also said before we started recording that I said a prayer asking the good Lord to send the Holy Spirit so I, whatever needed to be said through me could be said, you know? Yeah, no, I'm going to edit that out, though. Oh, <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. No. So you just want to paint me as a motor mouth. Is that what you're saying? Okay. No, because that's what everybody says when they sit down the first time. Yeah, it was enjoyable. I mean, good. Pretty. What do you think your final thought is about it, it changing? I think it needs to be identified as what it is, an always changing situation, with the one constant being Jesus Christ, our Savior. And if you use that as a filter for everything you you run through, you're going to be okay. Mm. That's my final thought. Silent Ron. Well, did I take what you were going to say? You don't have you, you, you don't have you don't have Carl here to blame. No, yeah. <laughs> well, we've been talking about that it being like change and stuff, and Mike talked about the guy. If he, if anybody would have just said hi, you know, I saw this thing here. It says like one person, one book, one pen, one word could change the world. Yep. You know. Just opening up yourself just to talk to somebody and reach out. That could be somebody's it and just change their whole life. Exactly. Yep. Imagine the impact it would have on your heart if you are somebody's God sighting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> My, I think my final thought is if you see it change, then your eyes are open. But if you don't see it change, then you need to think about that for a little bit. Either that or stop, pay attention, yep. look around. And think of why it's not. Mm-hmm. Or either that or even as much as look back at where you were. Right. And where you are now. What was that it that took you from where you was to where you are to where you're going? Mm Mm-hmm. Either way. Either side of the path. You can join us on our Facebook group, Broken Record Ministries. Like, comment. Give us topic suggestions. Um, if that's not your thing, and you, or if you want to go long form, you can email us at brokenrecordministries at gmail.com. The All Broken Conference Part 2 has been announced for 10-22-22. And all the speakers are out there. Um... Tickets will go on sale in the middle of August. 
depending on when you're listening, they might already be on sale. Or they might come on sale in the next week or so. <laughs> depending. Just be looking for the tickets. Yep. Um, Mike, would you like to pray us out? Sure. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to uh, be a part of your kingdom. We thank you for the words today that you gave us to be able to put through these microphones and onto this podcast to hopefully reach out and touch someone. Even if it was just us around this table, Lord, we thank you. We honor you and we praise you for everything that you've given us, knowing that we deserve nothing. We love you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And hopefully anything we said or something we said will be somebody's it to bring them to you. And until next time. Welcome to Ministry. Catch you on the flip side.